Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And we're I Beat It First. Yay! Yay! Everyone has a beer. Yay! Yay! Prost. Cheers. Primarily because I had one left in my fridge. Nice. nice. <laughs> this is a tower station, too, so that's winning. It is a tower station. It is a damn good beer. Parched motorists beer. on Route 66 anticipated hospitality at Tower Station. Opened in 1936, you can still visit this Shamrock, Texas landmark today. This unfiltered India Pale Ale greets you with copper-orange hue and fluffy white head, releasing aromas of tangerine and pineapple. Pilsner and Pale Malts balance hop-derived flavors of grapefruit peel and pine to finish the journey. <laughs> I swear some of that alliteration that they threw in there was just to fuck with people when they were reading it. Why not? I would too. Like they were trying to give you like a tongue twister with it. <laughs> every beer comes free a tongue twister. I mean, every beer should. There, mm -hmm. I, I don't understand why they would remove like any type of little story or something like that. Like shit, even if you just had chat GBT write a little story. And you just put it on it, and it was like it printed, and you got like random stories on beers. My uh, TM, uh, my TM, TM, I trademarked <laughs> that. <laughs> Battle Mage Brewery in uh, San Diego, they actually have uh, um, like missions and quests on the side of each of their beers, talking about nice. whatever the name of the beer is. And even when they're collabs, like the collabs are funny because it's usually a battle between the Battle Mage and whatever the mascot is for whatever they're collabing with. And then they end up like always just drinking a beer instead. And the last one that I drank last time was like called Green Knight or something like that. And the Battle Mage was just like, he got fucked up like drunk and was just like, this is great <laughs> beer. And that was like the end of the story. I don't remember the whole thing. But it was just like, okay, I'll, I'll drink this beer now. That sounds good. Have they done one with Rogue? Because I'd really like to see them basically do a battle with the devil. <laughs> I don't know if they have yet. I doubt it. I mean, Battle Mage is still pretty small in San Diego, so yeah. it'll probably be a little while. But they're very good. And their flights come out on a literal battle axe. So it's worth it just for that. Check them out. I, I kind of want to have a flight. It's dope. Now. <laughs> like their whole yeah. thing's all... They they embrace the nerdness in that place, and it's pretty cool. Go get some cocoa. Go to Battle Mage. Sounds like a great trip to San Diego. Not a bad plan. Can we get some coke in there, too, then? Just like, Why not? Yeah. It's California. Probably Land of dreams, Diego. man. <laughs> Probably in the bathroom, let's be honest here. <laughs> Already in they have, the They have a bathroom attendant. <laughs> would, would you like a, a straw, sir? <laughs> right? Can I interest you in a sniff? <laughs> Upgrades. It's like, would you like a yeah. metal or plastic straw? Got to, you know, <laughs> upgrade. I mean, I if I went into a into a bathroom and there was a guy with an English accent, not a Cockney English accent. Like, I don't, I don't want to. Yo, yo, mate, you want you want some blow? Oh, I cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want some blow? <laughs> but if if you had like this, like like butler, like, hello, sir, can I interest you in a bump? Maybe I, I might do it. <laughs> Damn, this place fancy, fancy. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, that's what all the rich people do, right? <laughs> all righty, man. Man, just doing a rail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. Don't do <laughs> drugs. Never done coke in my life. Don't. Anytime want you to. think you're gonna about to do coke, instead 
donate to uh, uh, our charities. With, children's uh, Hospital. Life instead. Yep. Children's Hospital. I mean, let's be honest, though. Childhood that did high. prep us for doing coke. Make that your high. Like, why Why else would they have given us pixie sticks? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two drugs. All right. I'm drinking a, a, what are you drinking? <laughs> a Leisure Brow. from. It's a cold India pale ale, which I've never heard of before, of it being just called cold. Like, okay. As opposed oh, to old oh wait, wait. I wonder if it's because a lot of the... A lot of the uh, ales and whatnot in Britain are served room temperature. And they're like, maybe if we say cold, they'll actually serve it cold. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, but this is from Proper <laughs> Brewing Company uh, for, in uh, Moab, uh, Utah. And it's actually pretty tasty. Uh, it's very uh, uh, crisp. A uh, little bit on the uh, uh, fruity side. Um, they say that there's some uh, malt to this, but I'm not really getting that. But I am getting the better. And that's pretty actually very refreshing. But this is one that is plagued by the 5% rule. Like this is only a 5% uh, IPA. So it's tasty, but it's a session. It's water. It's a session IPA. So maybe that's what they mean by cold. It's a session. That's what they're mm-hmm. talking about. So whatever. Maybe. Not bad though. Proper was pretty dope. So I'll, or I'll up to that. They're from Utah, and because they can't do proper beer, they don't know. They can't, they can in cans. Like they're supposed, they're supposed to be able to in cans. And I just picked up a whole like bunch when I was there and I didn't really look at them. And I know some of them are higher, but from draft, it is state law. You cannot have more than 5%. So crazy. What barley wine? Give me barley wine. Chris, what are you drinking? Uh, so I got a couple of beers here tonight from Ale Smith, Brewing Company, San Diego, Curse of Jason. Uh, the one I started out with is the Stereophile, which is a hazy double IPA. And it's got a story on the side. It said, just like the feeling you get while listening to your favorite song or album, our new hazy Indian pale ale, Stereophile, fits all the right flavor notes of tropical fruits and citrus via the addition of cashmere, Eldorado, and Citra hops. This beer evokes all good things like hanging with friends, listening to Vincent's records, etc. Cheers. <laughs> wait, wait, hanging with friends and what? Listening to vintage records. Yes. Listening, listening to vintage records. Oh my god, that... It's like a super hipster story. Yeah. They're popping as in as some I, yes. And they're as I play in the Murder by records. Death whiskey crew koozie. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Get there all you of go. your That's, hipster out. Yep. You, you got you to. Gotta, you got to get rid of that hipster. And the other one is just their IPA. It's a West Coast style Indian pale ale. Sorry, on this one, one of the all-time highest rate IPAs on rate beer, Ellsworth IPA is a West Coast style Indian pale ale icon. First with massive hop aromas of grapefruit, pine, and tropical fruits from huge additions of Columbus and Citra. This classic IPA is perfectly balanced by a hearty malt backbone and smooth, bitter finish. Smooth, bitter. Right. Nice. So for people that are listening to this podcast and not watching on Twitch, uh, join our Discord so that you can see these things because on our Discord, we have lots of things, including a new, a new edition called Fat Dad's Fridge. In which case, this summer, my son is home, and rather than him sitting at home playing video games all day, uh, we're making him actually, like, do a little bit of studying and, like, a couple of things for, like, an hour, or for a couple hours. So one of those things is a block of drawing, and this some bitch freehand drew this fox. A cute little fox. It's yeah. a cute, it's a damn cute fox. I, I asked him what he was going to draw the other day, and he's like, I don't know yet, and I'm like... How about you draw me a fox? He's like, I will draw you a fox. And damn it if he didn't. And if <laughs> Did you, you go on him? there right now, I don't have the picture in my in my office. Um, because he made he told me to keep this one because he drew it for me. 
But uh, if you go in, you can also see the picture that he drew today, which is a damn fucking good Goku. <laughs> did you ask him what the fox says? Uh, he already knows that joke. <laughs> I do that joke him? all the time. I did not <laughs> ask him this time. <laughs> what does the fox <laughs> because say? he doesn't like it because I go... <laughs> it cut you out. It's so annoying. Did the broadcast cut you out? It was like, yeah, it's fuck like that. no, no, <laughs> no. We're canceling this. Goes, <laughs> oh my lord! Yeah, that is horrible. <laughs> you know, it's the perks of being a parent. You get to fuck with your kids a lot. <laughs> If you do it to somebody else's kid, you're a horrible person and it's borderline child abuse. Do it to your own kids, though. It's totally fine. It's a rite <laughs> of passage. <laughs> All right. Is it time to talk Vidimo games? Let's talk video games in this video game podcast. Let's talk news first before we talk actual news. Vidimo games. Um, we'll start this one off with twitch and their weird new stream regulations and ratings that they have uh as well as some of the other items that are on the table as far as like kick too um so twitch rolled out this whole new classification system uh allowing for more robust ways to tell people that your content is explicit including like one specifically for drug use or tobacco, which I find hilarious because they specifically call it excessive tobacco use in it. However, never once in the entire paragraph where they talk about it, do they ever actually mention tobacco in there. It's all drug use, primarily weed, because sure. it's not legal everywhere, which is I, understandable. It's legal in mm -hmm. states, but it's not federally legal. They got to make sure that they're covering their own asses. Um, there's multiple different ones. Hang on, let's let's go through this content label. So we got that. There's gambling. That's fine. You know, gambling's been a, a thorn in Twitch's side. You know, it it kind of happens. Then there's the one that Chris and I had to actually question whether we needed to tag this or not, and we decided that we would. Significant profanity or vulgarity. So. It says prolonged and repeated use of obscenities, profanities, and vulgarities, especially as a regular part of speech. So <laughs> we curse. Yeah. However, time. the reason why I asked, like, do we need to do this? The examples that they gave, every single one of them for this, basically described a cod bro. It was like a guy who gets shot from behind and goes on a fucking 15 second tirade or longer with every expletive under the book and possibly some racial slurs, let's be honest, they're cod bros. Uh, so, you know, there's that. You know, it, I think there needs to be some varying things, but they also do say that it's like, if you just occasionally curse, it's fine. However, what that means though, is that with this little tag on, we can say the word cunt as many times as we want and never get in trouble. I mean, there wasn't much stopping us before four there, well there is because we could get like fined or not fined we could get suspended now if we don't put the right ones on there but so ah, if i say yeah. cunt 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 that's repeated profanity and you sound pretty cunty yeah see mm -hmm. that's repeated profanity a continuing inspiration but we're allowed to do it now because if you choose to, to tune into us that's fine like that's your choice we warned you we warned you very much so. <laughs> we warned you, cunts. We warned you. 
<laughs> the next one I think covers too many things, and that's sexual themes. Content that focuses on sexualized physical attributes and activities, sexual topics, and or experiences. Right there, that doesn't sound like it would cover some of the things that they give as examples in there. This is 1000% just like blank slate. Like it's anything that they're, that are just saying like, Hey, I don't like this. They can say anything that comes down to that. Like yep. if you were to just be like, mm, I like the butt on that tracer and they don't like your uh, uh, Twitch thing. Be like, bam, got you. We got you cunt. We got you fucking cunt. <laughs> so yeah. So it, it it's oh, way you too fucking vague. cunt. We probably got you. It's way too vague. Um, and part of it, like in one of the actual things is there, it's very much directed at hot tub streams, obviously. And, you know, mm -hmm. they still aren't even addressing the big issue of like people that are getting people that are getting suspended for like showing too much cleavage. And yet they allow these hot tub streamers to be in bikinis. None of that makes any sense. Um, but it also appears to be very much Chris, no, you're going to, we don't have that on, dude. Don't do that. <laughs> you cannot release the constitution. Okay. Unless we turn the sexual themes one on. <laughs> too sexy, too sexy. Too sexy, too, too sexy. Too sexy. <laughs> but it is very much geared, like one of the examples that they put in there is very much geared towards ASMR streamers. Interesting. And it's, it's not, they, they don't talk about the sounds, the stimulation that happens within that. Basically, it's the ear microphones. They actually call out like doing sexual things with with fake portions of a body part. Like that I'm paraphrasing it, but that's that's it. It's like they very specifically call out the ear microphones in a description of that, which is okay. It's, it's a little mm -hmm. strange. Now this one I don't think should even be an option because I don't think that this last one actually belongs on Twitch simulations and or depictions of realistic violence gore extreme injury or death you know, like 80 percent of video games uh, video games are a whole separate thing when you put in a video game that is mature rated it automatically gives a mature rated video game you don't have to do anything within that Got it. so if the video games are covered with the esrb ratings with that section what the fuck is that addressing Maybe if you're watching YouTubes, like if you're watching like uh, uh, snuff films like, or bullshit like, like that. Like if we're watching Faces of Death on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. How about you just don't stream Faces of Death on your Twitch channel? <laughs> <laughs> but so a lot of this created a whole lot more additional uproar with people, not to mention the weirdness with how much of the screen can use a uh, can uh, have like a image for. Uh, a sponsor or anything like that which they backtracked way off on that stuff which is hilarious um but yeah like th this whole new extra classification thing is very very strange and it kind of leaves a little bit too many gray areas in my opinion now a lot of this also did probably contribute to this max exodus of big streamers going to kick and kick is either really smart or really dumb in their choices. XQC is make is going to make up to a hundred million dollars in two years. He's got two years, thirty million Fuck off. plus mm. plus incentives. Yes, this is why. Like, and Jason was like, "You guys are fucking talking about it." So, well, well, like, this is the reason why we're talking about because it, it's too much fucking money. One, mm. two. 
he immediately, his very first things that he's done were streams that can get him DMCA'd. Streaming movies and TV shows. Yeah, I like mean, one he, of them he's was probably Breaking the one that Bad was watching and... snuff films. Mm-hmm. Like, if anything. Oh, probably. It was probably him. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. You know what? I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> but so it's like the very first things. And then they came into his, Kicks moderators actually came into his channel and were like, hey, uh, yeah, those those go against terms of service. You know that, right? They had to tell him multiple times before he finally stopped. And one, you're paying him way too much fucking money. This is the problem. Two, how the fuck does that garner that much payment, viewer wise what? and whatnot? Dude, he had like like what hundred like any given time he had like hundred and fifty people watch fifty thousand people watching watching him at some points mm-hmm. at some points for like, some what? reason I still don't maybe know maybe this is really smart on their behalf because hey they give him this big contract gets them you know notoriety people come watch the streams oh he's doing DCMA oh by the way breach of contract. We don't have to owe you that money now, but we got all this publicity out of it. Maybe. Hey, you know I'd what? like to know if his contract has that in there. Of like, if we have to, like, if we have to suspend you or, like, you know, cut this contract, we don't know you shit. Which, I mean, it's good. I'd be smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. it, it should just at least say you got to follow our terms of service. Like, and yeah. if he doesn't read it or doesn't follow it, that's more on him and be like, whoopsie. Oopsie. Yeah. And I mean, the terms of service aren't really that much different than, you know, Twitch. It's like, why the fuck did you think that you could do that anyways? Um, shit. Uh, so then the other thing is, is we now have the slippery slope of already setting a precedent for a discrepancy in pay of male and female streamers because the largest female streamer on Twitch has also jumped ship, Amaranth, and her contract is for $30 million, which, I mean, I I don't even need to say anything else. It's Mm -hmm. like, come on. We talk about the pay discrepancies everywhere for women making less than men and how it really shouldn't happen and then this high-profile fucking thing happens. And Amaranth is happy about it. She yeah, even well, like fuck yeah. You got I mean, she's happy about thirty million dollars. Uh, um, yeah. but at, at the same time, like, like let, let's let's be clear here though. They're definitely like, even though they're being paid by the same thing, they're not doing the same job. Like that's where like the like it comes in weird on how you're like leveling mm-hmm. that on out. Like because like he's not doing the tub bullshit hot tub streams or anything like that, and she's definitely not what like playing gambling shit that he normally does whatever in jazz so i mean it's she just like cod she does she does game but she also does hot tub streams she does she does literally anything mm-hmm. and one of the reasons though why why i like think the, the, the honestly, average viewer probably has subbed to both of them like let's just say and i can guarantee you they're not watching either one for the same reason like it's, <laughs> this is true it's like you're not like it's like being like hey you know what we got the disney channel we got fox news we're gonna pay them both the same amount of money to like display stuff and she's like no you're not like you're looking for different eyes you're looking for different things and obviously subscribe like advertisers whatever there there must be some kind of value to xqc that amaranth doesn't have because there's Gotta be some reason. And at the end of the day, no one's putting a gun to her head to sign a contract of only 30 oh, yeah. and someone else is getting a hundred. So mm-hmm. that, that's the agent it. or lack of I I will say though that like not so much that I think that she's worth more than 30 million, but she's worth more of a of a you know unilateral pricing with it because she is the one 
that's responsible for a lot of the meta that starts up or that had started up on Twitch. Like she is the one that started the hot sub stream. She is the one that started a lot of the ASMR stuff. Like she's done so much of it that it's just hilarious. She doesn't deserve it or anything like that. It's just Oh yeah, no, (laughs) but I'm just saying like that. So it's real weird. Um, There is also the thing of like, Kick is very much owned by a company that is for online gambling. It is an online gambling company that is backing everything within it. So, you know, if they can get more people to gamble, then, you know, so be it. And most of the, the streamers, um, at least at, up to like a week or so ago, were gambling streamers. I still haven't been over there in a, to get the lay of the land more to see like how many people are continuing over. I do know people that are trying streaming on Twitch or on Kick instead of Twitch, but I don't know. It's we'll have to wait and see if this even like lasts. There is also the uh, the fun thing of uh, Kick all, like is basically making Amazon money by being their competitor because they're using the AWS backbone, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny because the internet was like, oh, Kick's making Twitch money because of this. They're not making Twitch money. AWS is completely separate from Twitch itself, but they are still making Amazon money. You know, even though Amazon is losing out on these viewers and these big streamers they're still then getting money from the bandwidth that's going through you really want to split those hairs i mean there's like 35 corporations that own everything in this planet so mm-hmm. it's oh yeah no not- it's just one of those <laughs> yeah. it's just one of those funny things of like like amazon doesn't give a shit if kick starts up because they're still making money and they're probably making more money off of that than they will be off of off of twitch it would make sense for them to just kind of be like, all right, well, we're just going to get rid of Twitch completely. And now everyone just use our backbone servers and pay us more money. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, ah, fuck it. Let's get the big, giant fucking elephant in the room out of the way so that then we can just move on to other things. Oh, geez, yeah. A lot of weird details have come out from this FTC and Microsoft trial. <laughs> and I mean, some weird ass details have been coming out. Uh, so first off, the FTC had to had to petition a judge for an injunction uh, that was granted to prevent the sale from going through before this trial was over. Um, in which case, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, today was when, uh, Today was when the last of the uh, shit, the last of the witnesses were called up and closing arguments will be on Thursday. So there's a chance that we could hear something come to this, like an end before the 4th of July. Probably not, but there's a chance that we could. Um, but so they, the FTC was granted an injunction. So the sale cannot go through. They cannot do anything until after this has gone through. Um, came out. And Microsoft has said it that they purchased ZeniMax to prevent Starfield from becoming a PlayStation <laughs> exclusive, <laughs> which is fucking hilarious. And it's obviously it's it's what we thought that Redfall, like a lot of those games, when they yeah. they purchased the company and they switched those completely to Microsoft exclusives, we're like, yeah, no, that's like I'm not mad at it. That's that's no, the that's the nature of the game. Yeah. That's it. That's what you do. Here's the problem though, is Phil has gone on like both in the uh, courtroom and out of the courtroom on a crusade to complain as much as he can about Sony 
paying for exclusives. They hate us because they ain't us. Let's go. <laughs> and it's, it's like, oh my god, it's so fucking funny. It's well, see, on the Sony end, they're just gonna, you know, obviously make great first party games that are gonna be exclusives that Xbox hasn't been doing, and then they're gonna pay, you know, third party developers to make great exclusives. Mark's also like, fuck it, we'll just buy them. We'll just buy yeah. the studio and make Which them makes exclusives. sense. Yeah. It makes sense. I'm not, I'm not complaining about that's that. The at same yeah, they spent the money works. to buy it. It's their mm-hmm. like that's within their rights to do. Like if you, you guys allow it to go through, the question is is whether or not the merger's too big, which is the problem with yeah. the Activision Blizzard thing. Is whether this is then too big of a thing um for one set to have happen within this. Um Phil Spencer swore under oath <laughs> that COD will not leave the PlayStation. <laughs> And then the FTC, the FTC lawyer tried to get him to swear under oath that they wouldn't uh, start pulling stuff and 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 uh, move things off of other cloud services. And then the judge made himself like, okay, we're not gonna like we're not gonna just make him make promises on the bench now. <laughs> but the Phil Spencer thing is, is it it came out as like a slip of the tongue. And then they said, "Are you saying under oath that the that Call of Duty will not leave the PlayStation?" And there's no going back at that point. He yeah. already said it, and he yeah. can't be like, "Oh, well, you know, I didn't necessarily mean that." Like he was sitting on the bench. Everything that you say there, it's like you're in zone of truth. You have mm-hmm. to speak the truth, or you're fucked. <laughs> like, well, I can't say anything about you know future PlayStations like being a thing because I don't. I learn Sony, which is you know fair. Was like, oh, I can't like just pull from PlayStation if they make another one and we still make Call of Duty. I got to put it on there, which makes sense because that is yeah. where a lot of that money comes like comes from is PlayStation because it doesn't all come from Xbox because Microsoft isn't winning the console wars. Microsoft has also said during this time period that they have lost the console wars, as we've talked (laughs) about, which was very fucking apparent. I can't believe that it took them this many generations to admit that. (laughs) So bad. Well, now they have the reason to publicly admit it. Yes. Now they have reasons because they're trying to convince the the courts that this should go through. Yep. Uh, uh, let's see here. What else? Uh, Microsoft also apparently considered buying Bungie and Sega before Activision. Obviously not able to buy Bungie because Sony bought them. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, though, because Sony bought Bungie because of the ZeniMax purchase and purchasing Bethesda and all of that. Which is also, I love that, that they're actually calling it out on court bringing up uh uh redfall and starfield and other games as proof that microsoft will move a lot of stuff to console exclusive for xbox because of this and again they are purchasing those rights the question is is whether it's too big of a company to do that um Let's see here. Well, the funny thing about uh, Bungie too is they used to own Bungie, and now they're buying the yeah, Activision. They own Bungie after they owned them. But oh no, yeah, Microsoft owned them. Then and they went independent. Then and they went, went to Activision. Yeah, that's right. And they went independent again. Now they're with Sony. Hey, it's smart. <laughs> just keep yeah. like just keep giving us money, and then we'll buy the company back for less than what you put into us. Win win, right? 
right. Business. Business. Bungie business, is business, Goldie, business. Goldilocks. <laughs> is this working? Yes. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> this board's too hot. This board's too cold. This board's maybe it's just right. <laughs> All right. And this possibly one of the funniest things to come out is in a courtroom. The FTC accused Microsoft of having a fake online persona. <laughs> and what this means is that all of the things that we've talked about over the years of Microsoft congratulating Sony on like a big press thing mm -hmm. and congratulating on sales of consoles and releasing of new consoles and whatnot is all just a show and they are just as cutthroat as everybody else and doing everything that they can to do it. And Phil Spencer's like, no, we're not like, we have like, you know, we, we want everyone to succeed. It's the best. And then they pulled out a bunch of emails <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to go into detail on the emails, but there were emails from like 2019 specifically with Phil Spencer going like, we're going to make this game a console, an exclusive to Xbox. And then they crunched the numbers and decided that it would be better served if they made money with PlayStation instead. <laughs> <laughs> And then Phil is now also complaining about Sony paying for exclusives with money that they're making off of Xbox games. No shit. <laughs> if yeah. you release it on the PlayStation, they're going to get that 30% cut. It's, that's their cut. It's the same thing, the same amount of money that you make off of those. And, oh, you're using some of that money to buy the competition. Isn't the uh, Blu-ray drive in the Xboxes also Sony's tech? Sony's? Yes, yep. it's Sony tech, and they do have to license that to Sony right. for every one of them, so, which is one of the I reasons mean, why Microsoft didn't back the Blu-ray in the Xbox 360 and went with that stupid HD DVD add-on and a standard DVD player in it because they didn't want to give Sony money. <gasps> What? Cutthroat tactics? No. No. Not in business. Not in Not business. business. No. Never. <laughs> and that's what we've talked about of like the persona. I honestly believe that, that the FTC is correct. It is a 100% fake persona. Just like I'm pretty certain that people up there at like the CEO level and management level of Wendy's aren't sitting out there roasting random people on Twitter yeah it's a persona it is it 100 is and that's it's probably public the funniest business part. speak yes it's marketing hi very good for your success thank you but the Let's fact that crush Phil's, those assholes yeah the fact that phil spencer is now saying no 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 we we really like we're that nice and we really want that no you fucking don't <laughs> no you're competitors <laughs> Oh my God. So now Sony has come out and said that, that if this does go through, they will withhold PS6 information from Activision. At that point, it will which, be Microsoft, Microsoft, which is which well within makes the right. Sense. Yeah. Makes total sense. Like, I don't see a problem with that. Like, if you don't want to give that information to your competitors, that's fine. And uh, Microsoft is also, Microsoft also, like, there was like a small one that got buried where Microsoft said that Sony didn't send them uh, PS5 information as well. Like, no fucking shit. <laughs> you're building competing consoles. We don't want you to know where our tech is, where our moves are. No, especially considering you're both working with the same, like, processing company same processor same gpu for it you're basically mm -hmm. almost identical systems hardware wise 
except Microsoft made some stupid decisions with memory. Um, but yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's, <laughs> no it's just like shit. some of the most asinine, stupid things to come out of this. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, so that's where we're at. Um, we, sh- by the next podcast, we should probably have a decision in American court of whether or not this will go through. And that will probably be the straw that breaks the camel's back or bolsters it, depending on mm-hmm. what what is going to happen with it. Like if if they say that this is fine, the EU will probably pass it. If they say it's not fine, uh, one of the things that I read is that New Zealand hasn't approved it yet. And New <laughs> Zealand might <laughs> might block it as well, too, because, you know. There's a lot of Kiwis that play video. Okay, there's a lot of people in New Zealand, but not that many people in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> that would not be a big loss, but no, it'd be if if it gets approved, like through this court battle. What does that happen to England now? The UK? Yeah. The well, it, yeah, the UK could always. Well, here's the thing: is if it gets if it gets held up that it can't happen, it's not going to go through. No, this done. This, if it's found, it's if it's found to be illegal in the U.S. and this it's done. not approved, it's done. It's killed. Yeah, they would have to stop doing business here, and there's no way that they can do that. No, the U.S.'s gaming industry is bigger than the rest of the world and Japan combined. Like that's it. And the, it's like one of the Xbox isn't big like in Japan, anyways. Like, no, they're it's, not. They're like it's they're like Europe and the U.S. Yeah, they're bigger in Europe, but yeah. They're definitely not big enough to, you know, allow that to happen to where they can't sell here and they can't sell, they can't sell in the UK. So it's, it's very, we'll see in probably about a week or so, we'll have a resolution to this whole thing. And I I don't know which way I'd be happier with, to be honest. I know that's what's just just like, uh, (laughs) damn if you do, damn if you don't. I, I just I, I don't want Bobby Kotick to make all this fucking money. I'm 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 I don't think that I don't have I guess faith that anything good's going to happen of it. So I think that they'll pass it. It's either it's either bad things are going to happen with this merger or bad things are going to happen in the video game industry if it doesn't go through. And either way, Bobby Kotick's making way too much fucking money yep. that he doesn't deserve because he's a fucking douchebag. That's beside the point. Uh, Phil Spencer, going along with the additional like PR stuff that Phil Spencer's been doing, he's been doing a lot of interviews with people. They've been asking about things and then he's like trying to deflect it off of the case and trying to do more things or or even trying to direct things out within it. Uh, in one article, Phil Spencer gave many gave many reasons why why Japanese developers don't make games for Xbox. And there was like like he had like some long things for it. None of them were that the Xbox doesn't have an install base in Japan. <laughs> he's like you know, they don't they don't resonate with it. They don't really they don't really understand the hardware. Like, well, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it couldn't possibly You know, when you go be. to stores, you don't see all the lot of like Xbox stuff on the store shelves. Yeah, because you don't have an install base. Yeah. <laughs> They're not gonna and put your product on the shelves. And that's the biggest problem with with getting that footprint in Japan. We've talked about it, is that like there's gotta be something that causes a flow into it. But the Japanese people just don't want to buy Xboxes nearly as much as they want to buy PlayStations and Nintendo Nintendo consoles. I mean, some of that could be, you know, uh, country centric because they're Japanese companies. 
But at the same point, not a lot of the games really gear towards them. I talked about that many times. It's like, and it, you, how do you get them? You can't get more because nobody nobody makes Japanese like geared games for them. But you can't make Japanese geared games for them because the devs don't want to do it because there's no install base, and you can't get the install base <laughs> without <laughs> without it's having the games. <laughs> It's this horrible cycle that really is like a hard thing for them to figure out. But, you know, you can't get the chicken without the egg. You can't get the egg without the chicken. Exactly. <laughs> you can't get the shocker without going to the bathroom first. Right, Jason? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice and comfy. Uh, let's see here. And <laughs> Phil has also said that there are more games than they showed in their showcase. And I hope to God that that is so. There Coming weren't... out in the next 10 years. You gotcha. We gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> One, there weren't a lot There's of great more games. games. <laughs> Two, they definitely held back on the games that they were showing in order to make a good showing for the FTC. Similar to Sony held back on a lot of the stuff that they showed in order to make a good showing for the FTC as well, too. Like the, There's been a lot of chess in what games are shown off for it. Oh, we yeah. talked about that. So obviously, I hope to God that there are more within it uh and in final microsoft news microsoft has officially stopped making xbone games and i made sure to specifically write it as xbone in our podcast notes because this will probably be the last time that i am allowed to say xbone or we'll have the opportunity to say xbone and that's just sad why wouldn't you be allowed to say xbone not well not so much allowed but it just won't have the opportunity I was like, man, Twitch is really just screwing. <laughs> they're, yeah, yeah, they're like <laughs> wrenching it down. Really, Xbox oh. worse than cunt. <laughs> oh, I looked at his fucking cook. He said Xbox. He got the cut him off. <laughs> wait, wait, you jumped accents. I totally did. That was a Chris accent. That was one thousand percent a Chris accent. He started out like. English, but man, I don't know where the fuck he went with that with that one. <laughs> Maybe Start, like big like, into like Russian or something like Eastern European. Either that or it was like it was like very angry, like stereotypical Irishman. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a Scotsman. Who knows? That was real. That was real strange. All right. Uh, still staying in the ballpark, but now we're just going to be talking strictly about Starfield. Uh, apparently people aren't happy about AMD's Starfield partnership because Starfield is going to have FSR in it. And apparently a lot of people aren't happy that AMD is trying to keep DLSS off of their, uh, DLSS and XESS. Yeah. And XESS, which is fine. It's like, again, you pay for console exclusivity. You, you give money for the development of these games. That's perfectly fine. Here's the thing that I don't understand is why people are fucking surprised that this is the case because Starfield is an Xbox exclusive game. And what do the Xbox and the PlayStation 5 run on? AMD hardware. What DLSS type uh, piece do they have inside of each of those things? FSR. (laughs) It's the dumbest fucking thing. Which Nivea took like a PR point on this. I'm like, well, when we sponsor a game, we don't, you know, keep them from implanting other companies' text into them. But then on the other flip side is Nivea's tech like DLSS is exclusive to their cards. Yeah. FSR is not exclusive to AMD cards. Yeah, exactly. I can <laughs> run FSR on my on my NVIDIA card and yeah. it works it works pretty fine. It doesn't work 
as well as it works on an AMD card, but it's like 98% there. It works extremely yeah. fucking well. <laughs> so I don't have a problem with this at all. I don't understand why people are fucking up in arms, yeah. except for maybe the fact that they're NVIDIA fanboys. Uh, hilarious I mean, news. They are. Yes, they are <laughs> NVIDIA fanboys. The hilarious news that comes out for Starfield, though, is that there is no physical disc copy of the game. So as of today, I did read some articles that they're like, no, 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 no. There is just that one person was high as shit. And yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Sure they are. Literally. Get the British the question, fired up. Yeah, yeah. The question that the person asked on Twitter was, wait, so you're just going to send me like an empty box? Because there yep. is a physical release that you can buy in stores and online like you can buy a physical thing and they said that they were gonna have a code in there yeah for download yeah i mean like because because <laughs> i mean here's here's what's also unfortunate truth about uh disc games now too is that like like they mentioned a lot of these games uh have patch one day one releases and stuff like that that are required to even play the game so even when you get the disc the disc may only have like 50 megabytes of data on it that's just being like run program program download the game and <laughs> puts it all on there so i mean like as much as i'm a big proponent of being like buy your game especially if it's something that you really like and are, are wanting to play like you know in 50 years when you're retired and stuff like that when none of these companies exist anymore and none of the online servers are any more supported you still want to be able to play this game you're probably still gonna be fucked not yep. to mention that even if the entire game is on there in the day one patch all it does is fix things you have an install of a broke ass game later on yep <laughs> which I mean, is but like better than nothing right but yeah. i mean like to their point like it's just like if starfield's not going to be supported in any way shape or form or it's online only style type of game and it's just like all right so in 10 years when they don't want to support this game anymore and they shut down the servers is my empty box now an empty game of nothing in which case then is that better or worse i don't know just like your dreams yeah. Of Just like courting dreams. way more romantic people than any uh, Mass Effect game because they have confirmed Phil Spencer, or not Phil Spencer, uh, Todd has even said there's only four romantic options in Starfield. And they're all like your coworkers mm. and stuff like that, which, <laughs> yep. you know what? Yeah. It I makes mean, sense. That's not it's, the point ends. of the game to me. I mean, that's cool, no. but. Until Bethesda like releases a game that's just like, wow, this is really well put together and every single part felt thought out and planned ahead. I'm not going to wish them to add more stuff into this game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And also the adoring fan is making a comeback. I I really don't care about that. (laughs) Him and his giant orange fauxhawk. It's so bad. And he looks, I didn't think it was possible for them to make him look worse like in Starfield, (laughs) but adding fidelity to him makes him look even fucking worse. (laughs) Like it's, it's creepy and ugly, and I don't like it, but that's beside the point. All right. Uh, also, uh, so as we talked about before, the Elder Scrolls Six uh, trailer was officially five years old as of not E3 this year, and they have now officially said that Elder Scrolls Six is still five plus years away, which again brings the question of why the fuck did you even talk about it? <laughs> <laughs> to shut people up yeah 100 i mean only, that's, like that's the only reason why they did it was to show people yes yeah. it's coming after yeah. starfield eventually still ways out and it'll be a ways out from that 
It's just like, oh, you are going to make another one after you oh, play I, oh, I missed Skyrim one. on every little vice. I missed one. There was one more Microsoft thing. And that is no, Microsoft is not raising the price of the Xbox, despite what the clickbait fucking article seven say that it is doing. The financial market is raising the price of the Xbox, in which case the price of it is going up in some of them in order to account for inflation and changes in currency valuations. So if the currency in that area is weaker against the dollar now than it was when they announced it, the price is going to go up, but that's only to bring it up to the the U.S. dollar value. That's just kind of how money works, people. <laughs> and on to that point, they are raising the price of Game Pass, but only Game Pass console and Game Pass Ultimate. Game Pass PC yeah, is the same price. Good. That'd be stupid for them to do that. Like they make it. I, I still want to know how many game pass pc users there are in comparison to like regular xbox ones because that would be an interesting stat to know of like how many people are using it on their xbox versus how many people are paying for it on their pc because i can tell you right now there are three here that have it and don't have an xbox (laughs) (laughs) so yeah uh i mean i have a one sitting over here my shelf the fridge but yeah, yeah, you have well, an Xbox yeah, Series this X one fridge. Fridge this is true. You do have a fridge, but not a console. <laughs> no, I have an Xbox One. Next phone. That's a that brings up a very good question. What if we rerouted that fridge to become liquid cooling for a Series X? Just overclock that bitch. Okay. Why don't you just take the Xbox, Shh. put it in the fridge? The fridge. It, it, that would that would probably go. do the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can the Xbox fit? In, Chris, can an Xbox Series X fit inside there? I can't I remember. Think I think that they have like. I, I, I think it's think, got like this big can, lower shelf maybe. thing for the compressor unit. Nah. I can't remember though. Either way, though, we should. Do all the that. compressor stuff is on top. You gotta you buy can put one a now, Series Chris. S in there. You gotta buy a Series X now, Chris, for science. And then you're just gonna put it in the fridge and then never hook it up. And then that'll be. Great. I don't need to buy one. Wait, you gotta I'll buy just one. Borrow Xander's. Wait, oh, never yeah, hook it up. Instead. You mean like everything else that he purchases for gaming on? No! (laughs) Hey, Chris, how's that sim rig treating you? It's pretty good, no? It's (laughs) It's a really good laundry rack. (laughs) (laughs) It is. All right. Google has dropped out of the the domain business after dropping .zip on everybody because they're fucking assholes. And Chris, I only removed your thing because I didn't want to waste another line in there for that. But go ahead and do what you wrote. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you. I'm out. (laughs) Although I don't think that they ever said you're cool in that entire thing. <laughs> they were just it was just fuck yous all the way around. <laughs> but yeah. dubs it, bitches. <laughs> God. <laughs> we talked about this already. It's stupid. Yeah. If you want to hear more about about why this is stupid, go listen to a previous podcast. It's so bad. <laughs> uh Apple is seeking the rights to all images of apples. And I, mean, I shit not? you not. Why not shoot for the moon, man? Shoot for the moon. Even if they get so, like all only digital, then they still won. Like it's just like. Well, no, that's not even the best part. Did you read the article that I? That no, I, I didn't read because I don't give a fuck. They, they have a court filing. I think it was. I think it's in Switzerland, 
and they're going against an established like apple growers union or something like that from 1913 that has had an established logo of an apple in their logo since 1913 <laughs> 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 it's so fucking stupid and asinine i can't believe it like i I would never even bring that up. Like if I was them, I would never bring it up because you don't want to open that can of worms of a countersuit of, yeah, we don't really think that you should use it. Or, you know what? An apple's, you're right. An apple is too like, you know, like too many people could see it and be confused by things. Maybe we should not allow anybody to trademark any Apple images. <laughs> like the entire Apple logo ecosystem just gets fucking wiped out. <laughs> like I would never poke that bear. Never no. hit that hornet's nest. Never in a million years. If someone brought that to me and I was sitting up I was sitting up in an office and they, I'd look at it and be like, are you fucking dumb? Like, we really want to try this? Like, I don't think so. This is not a good idea. <laughs> this is going to backfire. <laughs> no, like I said, like, like if they just, if they get, like, enough stuff that they can then start, like, just handing out lawsuits like candy, then, I mean, they're not going to help people fix their phones, well, but they'll sue you for it. This kind of reminds me of that uh, case of, uh, was it McDonald's against the company that had also had, like, a Big Mac, like the Scotland or the UK or somewhere like that? And it backfired oh, no, on it them. In, it was it was in Australia. Oh yeah, so they're in that. Yeah. So Birkin there was like not a Big Mac, better than a Big Mac, kind of like yeah. a Big Mac. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, that stuff. Like I remember reading articles about it, and that play, that like whole like chain is hilarious. <laughs> like the and it, it's bas- it's basically like an Australian redneck owns that <laughs> owns that chain, and he doesn't give a fuck, and it's great. <laughs> Well, because like then Burger King got on it because they lost their trademark in the area. Yeah. So like, oh, we can just use Big Mac. We're just gonna <laughs> fucking poke the bear. You can't do shit about it. Oh man. Oh, in sad, sad news. Rest in peace, EA Games. We unfortunately <laughs> way too much knew you. You were gone. You were dead. You are no longer a thing. Because unfortunately, we have EA Sports and EA Entertainment now as two completely separate companies, well, which makes sense. Or mitosis. That's what's. Uh... Yeah, it makes well, sense. EA Sports is now a separate thing, which you know kind yeah. of makes sense. Yeah. And EA Games is now EA Entertainment. Yes. To and they had to, they would have to change the name of dreams. EA Games because sports games would still want to fall underneath that, as far as the naming wise, like it would sound like it. And EA oh, Sports the- being a thing mm-hmm. makes sense probably because of some of the contracts and whatnot that they're ending up having to do with the NFL and NCAA and stuff like that. So the All worst part about this is that they, they changed their tagline. And- you know, it's EA Sports. It's in the sport now, which, you know, that just is too confusing mm-hmm. because now <laughs> you can't do things in the game because no, 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 no. Games are entertainment. That's not mm-hmm. that's not what the sports are here for. It's and entertainment. If we look at the last EA Sports titles, they're definitely not, they're not entertaining, entertaining business. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, EA Sports, that, it's in the Betty MGM. Yeah. That that actually brings up a good question: Is us laughing at them about forgetting to change out banners from the previous version of Madden considered entertainment? Because that's pretty fucking funny. No, that's us. That's us. <laughs> EA Sports podcast make fun of us. That's what. That's what. <laughs> 
but see, now that EA Sports, it's an entertainment brought to you by MGM. Yes, and EA Entertainment Game under EA Sports is going to allow for TV shows and movies and everything else. Because, yeah, I'm really Ooh. looking forward to all that. I can't even think of an EA game that I would want to see a movie of. Sim City. The Sims. I don't the know. The Sims. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just watch an hour-long program of people, like, doing dumb shit it, and nobody can it... understand what they're saying. <laughs> Wait, so it's like half of the no, MTV it's not, shows. No, it's not for you. It's like the Kardashians. Yeah, I, I can't think of a single EA game that I would want to see a movie for. I wanted to make a uh, Assassin's Creed joke, but that's Ubisoft. Can't make an Assassin's Creed joke. <laughs> Dead Space. I'd, I'd see. I watch. Maybe Dead Space. Red, Red Alert. Red Alert. Maybe. Yeah, Red Alert would be hard. That. Be real be. hard. I mean, how are you gonna I mean, how are you gonna get any better than Tim Curry? So I mean, it's just like you can't. Well, not so. just that. No, like the whole thing about Red Alert. Tim Curry. The whole thing about He's Red Alert not in a good is spot, Russia, man. and things aren't real great with Russia right now. <laughs> 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 like it, back when they made it in the nineties. It was just fun. Like, it was funny. Now you sit there and you go, oh, wait, actual war crimes. Fuck. <laughs> like, that's, I don't know. Either way, though, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. EA Games. Uh, hot on the heels of Final Fantasy 16 being released. And with uh, many, uh, think, may, or a lot of news coming out for Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2. Uh, Square is come out that Square employees are actually asking Final Fantasy head Yoshinori Kitase for a Final Fantasy VI remake. So not just the people on the internet, employees at Square, and he actually said it. But he's like, "Man, we still got to finish Final Fantasy VII remake first. <laughs> cool. I mean, I'm all for that because mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah. they're like. Six would be even more of a huge jump, obviously, because obviously it wasn't on the PlayStation One, it was on the Super Nintendo and all stuff like that. And that would like the storyline of six is more dark. More like I think it can do a lot more with it just because it'd be such a different uh style mm-hmm. of game that it's a dark. remake it's, would be it's a lot closer in line with with how the story of sixteen is. Man, sixteen's dark. Yeah, it's dark. I, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad the predictable parts that I'm finding so far, they're like hammering and getting out of the way right away. Like it's not just like, oh no, guess who Ifrit is? I don't know. I could have oh, no yeah, idea yeah. who that is. And yeah, that went like, on too long. <laughs> no, but they they did it. Like I'm glad they did it as yeah. quick as they did. I mean, spoilers without spoilers. I wish they. I wish they went. Fa- I wish they went faster. Let's be honest here. It, it was way too it's long. It's literally the first boss fight. You know, you find that out. So I'm. I'm kind of. <laughs> oh, we find it out, but the story drags on for a while, and it's like, dude, it has been 13 fucking years, and you haven't figured this out. He's been a he's been a slave. He's been a slave. <laughs> no, he's been in denial. Yes, more than too. just a river in Egypt. He has been there. It is an entire fucking country. <laughs> Population Clive. Yes, <laughs> but um, I will say that Final Fantasy sixteen has had a couple of like side missions that I've done where I've never wanted to kill an NPC more. <laughs> they have, what is with what is with their game, this game and their side mission? Well, we, we should, let's hold we'll talk, that we'll talk more. We'll talk about that in our game. We'll talk more. Head. But man, mm-hmm. like I wanted it to happen. The only thing that pissed me off is that they died and I didn't get to do it. 
<laughs> I wanted to murder this guy, <laughs> and I was very angry. <laughs> Speaking of remakes, though, Super Mario RPG is finally getting a remake. Jason about came in his pants when it got announced, and it is coming out in November. I Ab- will hold about- you to... Pretty sure you did. I don't yeah. know. I haven't seen visual I, evidence I, of it yet. I will, I will hold true to what I said years ago, and I will pay top dollar. Like, I... Whatever, like, if there's, like, some super mega stupid Jason fuck you edition of $1,000, I'm buying that fucking edition. Um, so, that I'm, I'm gonna do it. Whatever, like, if it comes with an OST, don't give a shit. I'm buying it. Because that's one of the best OSTs on uh, Super Nintendo. You would buy it with an OST anyways. That's just your thing. You're like, oh, I'm just saying, like, OST I in this collector's I edition. I said that I would, <laughs> like, years ago. Just, just give me an updated Super RPG with updated graphics. Don't do anything to it. And I'll pay you all kinds of money. And then I was like, hey, Jason, guess what? We're going to make a fucking updated version of this game. We're not going to do anything to it, but maybe add some cutscenes. I'm just like, holy fuck, yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's all my money. I don't care. Like, you listened. Yes. This one guy said he gives all his money. So we're going to do it. Shit, do that it? means that Nintendo actually does listen to this podcast. What was them? The cunts? Fuck. I feel real bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nintendo. I will be buying this game. Like, not pre-order, never pre-order, but I will be buying this game. In additional Square Enix news, Square is making a better Pokemon than the Pokemon Company, and they're releasing Dragon Quest Monsters in November as well. All right, I'm not a huge fan of Pokemon, but... Neither am I. I don't I I will say this, that any Dragon Quest spinoff out there, and I'm sure I'm going to get some hate for this... Any Dragon Quest spinoff out there that's not a mainline Dragon Quest game, absolute boring shit show. Fight me. Like, every single game, they're boring. Hey, they're boring. Hey, Jason, I'm sorry. You know what else is boring? Like, literally every fucking Pokemon game. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> the original Pokemons were, like, you know, for what they were when they first came out, was amazing. Like, that was awesome for what it was at the time. So I'll give it Pokemon credit where Pokemons do. Pokemon Go, for those uh, that hot summer when everyone came together and united as a country and just stood around in parks catching whatever the fuck they could. That, you know, good good job. That was awesome. That was the last time that I've had any hope for this humanity. But I agree with you. Anything that's coming on the Switch, dog shit, trash, who gives a shit? And all just shovelware, in my opinion. That being said, everything that's not a mainline Star. Yeah. Everything that's not a mainline Dragon Quest game is just shovelware. I mean, Builders, Builders 2, they're all just so boring. They're so boring. Oh, yeah. But so here's the thing is... It's basically entirely just Pokemon. Like you're you're catching the monsters that are in the Dragon Quest universe. You're doing battle with them. You can merge them together and make make all new monsters and stuff like that too. Just like just like with some of the Pokemon stuff. But it looks so much better than every other Pokemon game that has been able to come out on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, because they don't care. I mean, yeah. just looking at any of the Pokemon games on the Switch, yeah. it's just like they didn't even try. They they did not. No, not at all. Not at all. Like this game looks actually good because it looks like a regular Dragon Quest game, and Dragon Quest games are pretty. The Pokemon saw game that matters though: Harold, guns, and sweatshops. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, Star Citizen's cost has now exceeded Cyberpunk 2077, GTA 5, and RDR2 combined. Now. Let that sink in. GTA 5, which they, like, as much money that they've made out of that, they've pumped a good chunk of money into that game as well. And the fact that it is 
now past that plus two other big ass games that had giant ass budgets as well. That uh, that also includes the original version of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. The we scrapped the original version and made yep. a new one. The we fucked up this launch and have to punch a shit ton of cash into this game mm-hmm. so that we can fix the problems. And the okay, all the problems are fixed. Now let's start working on DLC. <laughs> like waves of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. What yeah. what is the spend on Star Citizen? It's over a billion dollars, I think. Wow, that is, that's actually yeah. pretty cool. I mean, I I am very eager to see what a billion dollar game. Can do. It's never coming out. Which is why I had to add the tagline of it will not stop until it surpasses every game ever released combined. They want to spend as much money on this game as Microsoft's going to spend on Activision Blizzard. <laughs> I, I I have no idea. I mean, I mean you can play Star Citizen. I, I would I, I I'd be so happy kind if of. it was just like here it is, everyone, Star Citizen you boot it up and it's like literally like Eve online. Just like ha. <laughs> I mean, I've played a little I bit know, of it. I know. But... <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, there is a rumor that uh, Sony is going to make a PS5 bundle with PlayStation Plus included. And I would like to know why this hasn't already happened. I mean, if you bought your why not? shit at Costco, it did. <laughs> yeah, if you, yeah, if you bought it at Costco. And that's the thing is that it sells at Costco. It makes... Zero sense to me why they would sit there and wait for like a big thing to come out. Why not just have a version of it that is like $40 more that includes a year of PlayStation Plus or, you know, $50 more and includes a year of PlayStation Plus or whatever. Like, I don't understand why they haven't done that yet to begin with. Because they haven't had any trouble selling consoles? Maybe. Microsoft's done it, though, already with Xbox Game Pass. Like, they've already had a Series S that, like is bundled with game pass it's just i'm not saying that they're dumb for not doing it i'm just honestly surprised that it hasn't happened before directly from sony maybe they're realizing that it's hard to sell ps plus premium than they thought it would be maybe however they do still have a much larger install base than xbox game pass does premium (laughs) though yeah like even even premium if i remember right has a has a higher install base than game pass and they already they have double the amount of subscriptions for PlayStation Plus in general, which is just, it's hilarious. I mean, it makes sense yeah. too. They also have more than double the amount of consoles out there. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, there is an Amogus animated series in the works from the Infinity Train creator, which if you don't know what Infinity Train is, it's it's very uh, Adventure Time like inspired, but also quite a bit darker than Adventure Time is. And it actually has a really deep and thoughtful story from season to season. Every season is kind of like its own story that takes place on the infinity train, which is just this train that moves on forever. And people come in and out of it and get picked up and dropped off at random points in their life and everything like that. There's a bunch of allegories. There's movies that have been made that are similar as things. But what happens in there is the, the important part. And, I would be I'm very interested to see what Amogus does with that. So Inner Sloth, good I job. This is about Among Us. What is Amogus? It is. It's Amogus. Yeah. And you're just saying it's stupid. It's Amogus. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Amogus. Okay. 
We're just like, what the fuck? Because Jason Amogus... doesn't understand memes. No, Amogus <laughs> is like a thing. There is like a like a little like animated thing of Amogus that's just like making fun of Among Us. I get that. But I was just like, wait, that already is an animated thing. Are they like no. making it bigger? Or like I was like, no, it's it's, 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 it's legit one hundred percent Among Us. Yeah. <laughs> Like, hang on, let me spell that out for you, Jason, so that I can I can make sure that your old person brain understands. Thank you. Among Thank Us you. is this game that people played. <laughs> All right. Uh, on Nintendo, right? They only play it on Nintendo. Only on Nintendo. Everything's yeah, yeah. on Nintendo. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Uh, Hideo Kojima Nintendo has game come station. out saying that he is apparently jealous of Dead by Daylight, and he wants Nick Cage to be in Death Stranding 2. Think. There can only be so much intricacies. Nick Cage. No, like, like, I think Hideo's eccentric enough that if we added in Nick Cage to an eccentric game made by Hideo, I think that game would just implode. I think the Maybe. game would just be called Brick Your Shit, and whatever system you put it in, it would just brick it. We did that already be... have Mad Michelson in Death Stranding, though. Right. And Mads Michelson Ma- is also... Mads, Mads is crazy. Like, he, he, yeah. he's, <laughs> he's a great... He's a great... Actor, I mean, he's just crazy. He's a crazy dude. He is crazy. Nick, Nick, <laughs> Nick is Nick special. He's definitely, <laughs> like, he's definitely like, if you were to be like, hey, there's aliens here, I'd be like, yeah, like the Men in Black style. Like everyone makes fun of like, oh, Michael Jackson was an alien and all that stuff like that, or, or whatever. It's like, nah, Nick Cage. That's there like mental mind powers going on there that keep him an actor. I mean, you can't put out a movie like Knowing. And still be making movies today. Like maybe just like, he just knows man. where the bodies are buried. He knows exactly. What, I mean, it's a, a nepotism for sure. But I mean, like that's he why he bought all those stuff. castles to find out where the bodies are buried. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is nepotism because he is Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we talked about that before on the podcast that he actually changed his name when he did Fast Times at Ridgemont High, or after he did Fast Times at Ridgemont High, because of he didn't want to be accused of nepotism. But if you if you look at the credits for Fast Times. It's Nicholas Coppola. Oh man, but yeah, it's, uh, w- this last part, Chris. Though I'm, I'm confused on what you added in. Are we talking? He wants Death Stranding to go to space. Hideo no. wants to go to space. He, he wants or to he go wants to space. Nick Cage to go to space. <laughs> he, he, I think he actually said, "I want someone to send me to space." Oh, okay. Because the way that Chris wrote that is, Hideo wants Nick Cage in Death Stranding too. And then sub bullet and to go to space. So... <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, all that makes sense. want to go to space with Nick Cage. Send me my new BFF to space. <laughs> and for this des- is why nations. our website is predominantly podcasts and not writing anymore. <laughs> oh man. Okay. AMD's. New epic Genoa X has been announced and shown off with a whopping 1.1 gigabytes of L3 cache. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Which, for those of you that don't know, this is a server, like a data center server processor, but fuck that's a lot of cash <laughs> and it is it is using 3dv cash so there is uh they're utilizing that that of what they've started like honing in on and getting taken care of with the with the consumer processors so it's layered on just like the standard 3dv cash of like the the new ryzen 7s but 
Damn, that's a lot of cash. All right. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, we'll leave the really funny one for last. Uh, Fable 4's lead <laughs> has been amused since the not E3 showing of Fable 4 during the Microsoft presser that people can't believe that the new trailer is real gameplay. And that is because the new trailer wasn't real gameplay. The new trailer was mostly in-engine. <laughs> so I also don't believe it. <laughs> because it's an engine it's not real gameplay now well, when you show me that gameplay looks like that no no no. then i'll believe you <laughs> no no the subtitle was in game not in engine yeah so it i still don't believe been, it. Uh, so that no that that could be worse it could be yeah. literally just a video it could be in a live action video here's a video of nick cage's latest movie we're playing it it's in game well okay. yeah okay you're saying it's just a cutscene no it, it obviously was more of an in-engine thing so saying in game like that's but it's it's definitely it could still yeah, be a pre-rendered video yeah, yeah, done in engine. Yeah, that's not actually being processed on the fly. Now, yeah. if I can put a giant fucking unicorn dong on the main character's head and have that be in those cutscenes, then I'll believe that that is in game and not a pre-rendered. Yeah, no, thing. no HUD, no in game. That's that's what it is. Yeah, or no uh, outfit changes. The character, the the character was wearing yeah. the same clothing the entire time. There was no customizations done between things or anything like that. Even if they made that one little tidbit of where like they were wearing a different shirt or anything like that, that would make it a little bit more believable that it was in game and not just in engine. Well. So we have a clip on our Twitch page of me streaming a game along with Jason playing along with me. And we're in like a little cutscene, like a little chat sequence. And you can tell that's no like in-game, in-engine, real time. Because Jason's character is just kind of running into the character. And the character makes like, <laughs> he's trying to talk to Oh, me. yeah. That shit's great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's like, I love okay, it. That's real time. Yeah. He's it, really it's a real time character. And as I'm trying to talk to the guy. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, it's like one of those weird things or like even uh, during uh, like Genshin, when you're doing multiplayer, there's kind of like this weird crapshoot or it's whoever triggers it. We haven't quite figured it out of who triggers the cutscene for certain boss battles to where like, like you see it because one person will see it and everybody else is like, why is this person just standing there? Because they'll see like, and you'll even see like people running around <laughs> doing it and i'm like i can't move <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i want to actually see gameplay don't yeah. show me this video of it show me an actual demo of you playing the game then we'll believe it yep. and it does look pretty the engine looks great we applaud you for that that is awesome but we want to see what gameplay actually looks like and i think that that's the big thing that they're missing out on is we want to see the gameplay we don't want to see this cinematic bullshit yeah yep i mean it yep. wouldn't be that big of a deal if they didn't like tout it as such like they're just like hey you know this this is it should be close to this this is just in engine you know enjoy <laughs> what it potentially could be you know, but it's not full representation of what this gameplay is going to be like. It's them being like, "No, that's what it's going to look like." Totally, it's just like, "No, it's not." We're we're on we're not five anymore. Like we're we've getting... heard this dog and pony show before. We exactly. we saw Killzone. We saw Killzone. Yeah, yeah. We all saw Killzone. <laughs> we saw Killzone. Then we saw Killzone the next year and went, "Oh, there's changes." Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. Last but not least, Microsoft has some weird thoughts about the current console life cycle, and they consider 
Xbox Series X to be its mid-gen refresh. Let that sink in. <laughs> they considered the Xbox Series S to be their next-gen console three years ago. And they were just like, yeah, we'll just release the mid-series, the mid-gen refresh now. Now. No, no, they just released no. a brand new console, Eric. They just <laughs> announced it. Mm -hmm. like it it's just, the xbox just series x that's yeah. why no, they're not no. that's why they're not doing it's a whole new thing but it's black now it has a terabyte yeah what else is new nothing fuck that thing and it's fifty dollars <laughs> more could, could i get that with my series s already yeah oh my god I could just upgrade your hard drive but thank you jason for opening that pandora's box yeah. about how the xbox series s is with terabyte is now 350 okay no blu-ray drive it's finally got a terabyte but it's missing out on a little bit of hardware and a little bit of performance and whatnot by a little bit i mean a lot um but you know what you could buy for 50 dollars more a playstation 5 with a terabyte of storage and all the power <laughs> this is another reason why that series s is the dumbest fucking decision they should have they should have released it at 299 and they probably will i hope that they do i hope that they change their planning on this and they're like okay we'll release it at 299 because that's the price point that it needs to be at discontinue but, the old one the new one's now terabyte is now 299 yeah and sony i still i don't know if anyone's going to release a slim version anytime soon or anything like that because sony has already made like we've talked about it like many hardware revisions in the playstation to reduce heat and reduce like costs and stuff like that and you can see it like you can watch a bunch of videos of different teardown cycles for all the different models that go into it and the comparison of the heat pipes and the cooling systems and things like that so i don't know if sony's going to be releasing a slim i kind of wish that they would i mean i'm not going to buy another one specifically no. for that but you know if this one dies on me again like my playstation 3 did it would be nice to know that i could get one that is a little bit slimmer and not going to take up that much more space. optimized i mean speaking of other bullshit you know that project q piece of shit the yeah. portable that sony's releasing you know like oh it should be less than 300 dollars. just like it damn well better be half of that better be otherwise, yeah, better be way less <laughs> otherwise no one's going to give a fuck about yeah. it like it's just well, like we talked about that like 199 is the max i think that 199 i'm just like have fun like you're not i'm not gonna ever buy that in my entire life 149 interesting yeah, 150 Maybe i will see if i yep. can see that yeah I'll, I'll do that you come out of that bitch with 299 it's price point i'm gonna laugh in your face until i just mm -hmm. don't care anymore like it's just like yeah good i'm glad you're you made something dumb. that is obviously now just a tax like whole thing is what you're doing there it's just like we released a new console and it bombed oh well is us tax right off that's what that is then to me mm -hmm. it's just like because there's there's nothing there's no amount of like any research anywhere that says like, hey, we'll just take our current controller and slap a big old screen on it and charge like, you know, double the price for both of those things. Like who More than that. The controller's 70 bucks. Right. And well, and then like an eight inch, uh, a nice uh, tablet that's like a hundred bucks. So it's 170 oh, yeah. just there. Double it. There double you go. It, yeah. It's like, no, that's yeah. no. Especially considering Stupid. you could buy a switch, which or the backbone, like it's just like this yeah, or the stuff backbone. exists right now. You're not mm -hmm. improving on anything. Not to mention the fact that it's not a standalone thing. If I'm on the airplane, this thing's pointless. Well, that, that's why like, I, that's why I was bringing up the switch. Mm -hmm. You can buy a switch for roughly that same price or less, 
And it actually works as a standalone piece of equipment Something. that you can take wherever you want to and yeah. play whenever you want to and do whatever the yeah. fuck you want with it. Okay, how nice it looks. I don't care if it looks better than the Switch. If I can't play it, then it's pointless. I don't really no. even think that it looks better than the Switch. I'm not gonna graphically like if you like oh, oh graphically. I, I, can't I, thought, play I, thought meant, I thought you meant like and play Final physically. Fantasy 16 on that. I couldn't play it on the Switch type thing. But if I can't play Final Fantasy 16 on an airplane, then me playing Tears Tears of the uh, Kingdom wins. Yeah, hands down. Yeah, I, th- so. I thought you were talking about like physically looks better. I'm like, no, oh, I don't no, know no, no, no. that whole like big screen popping up and like kind of weird thingies coming off the side and whatnot from the controller. The Switch definitely has a much better thing, even though physically, ergonomically, those Joy-Con are not meant for adults. <laughs> no matter how much <laughs> Nintendo says that they're that it is meant for adults to play with. All right, that's it for news, everybody. <laughs> Let's talk Venomo games. Primarily what it is that we are playing. So who wants to go first? Chris, do you want to go first? I've played a couple demos and I was even playing some more uh, Last Epoch because I love that game. Made a new character and everything. Um, but so I did play, you know, a game I'm really looking forward to that is fucking adorable. And that is Station to Station. So it's a voxel-based train simulator kind of game where very adorable, cute, like kind of detailed. But it's kind of like a relaxing, like chill puzzle game is where you will have like these different levels and you have like start with like two different locations. Like you'll have a wheat farm and then a granary. So you build a station one, build a station another one, connect the train tracks, build a freight train. Okay, now, because, you know, the granary to make bread needs wheat. The wheat farm builds wheat, makes wheat, doesn't need anything. You can get there, you make now that. And now unlock, gets you some money, unlocks more kind of map, makes it more kind of colorful because the map's mostly grayed out except for like the arid's kind of unlocked a little bit. And then some other buildings will pop up. And then you'll build stuff there. They'll need their stuff like dairy farm makes milk. You can make two things of milk. Um, you have a cheese like place, whatever to make cheese. You have a city that needs milk, cheese, bread. So you have to all kind of connect that kind of stuff. And as you go through level, lots different stuff. The different levels have also like bonus conditions of whether you have certain amount of money left over or use certain amount of like cards or did this amount kind of certain things, whatever to get like better beat the level. So there's some challenge in that fact. And then kind of just kind of planning out your whole thing. Although you don't know where all these ways are going to be popping up in the beginning. So there's that kind of just kind of planning and trickery. Um, and signature cards as you kind of like the new buildings that just get placed randomly. Uh, you don't choose them. You don't build them. They just get placed. Um, you also get like random things, deck cards, which your cards would be, a heavy freight train will get you more money. Um, lower cost of rails or like lower cost of bridges and stuff like that. Um, but it's super adorable. There's the there's a demo out. There's only about three levels in there. I really enjoy, if you want to look for a chill game, that's a good one. Do it. Um, the other demo I played is the Invisible Little Admit Studios. Like so, which is like a sci-fi first-person walking simulator. So you're in the demo. You're kind of like advanced game. So. It kind of announces there's some spoilers, but there's basically two factions. You're on this weird planet. You're following this convoy, trying to figure out what happened. You have your buddy in space, who's kind of like the commander in chief or whatever, kind of helping out guiding you as you're trying to figure out what's going on. Different paths, you kind of figure out things. They have these big, like, robot, like, automated, like, tank things, big lasers that they've been using for, I guess, mining and try to figure stuff out. So you're trying to figure out something like a planet, like, you're a botanist. So you're trying to figure out. The plant life, which is like made of metal um, and all this kind of weird stuff that's kind of going on and happening and what this other group is discovering and why they're dead and stuff like that. So it's kind of like creepy, eerie, 
as you're trying to figure this out. But then the day, it's basically just kind of like a heavy story-based walking simulator as you're just kind of going and clicking on things and figuring out. Um, and the demo, there's like no calm or anything, but it's definitely kind of a heavy story base, kind of spooky in a sense, but very interesting. Looking forward to more playing the invisible. I'm wondering on that one, uh, if it's going to be more puzzle based because I've watched people play it. I haven't played it mm-hmm. myself. I've watched like some of it and I'm trying, trying to keep from spoiler, but I'm wondering if it's going to be a little bit more puzzle based and a little more narrative, like moons of madness, if that's what they're kind of going for. And I hope yeah. that, that is more than just a walking simulator. And where it's like you go through and then you just follow the story. Like I want to see puzzles and I want to see like this crazy thing happen and whatnot. Uh, maybe similar, but maybe not full on like Moons of Madness. It'd be good. Yeah, it'll be. I remember the when story seems really good. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Sorry, not E3. Yeah, not E3. <laughs> not E3. Moons of Madness was actual E3. Yeah, Moons of Madness was at E3. But uh, yeah, I E3 remember when they first showed doors. off. Yeah, I remember when they first showed it off, and we were, we were all like, "That game looks pretty good." Hopefully, it comes out before Starfield. Which the demo is like that kind of thing they showed off at not E3. Yeah, it's that kind of that section of the game. Cool beans. All right, uh, Jason, how many games did you play? Is it just the one? Uh, just two. No, just 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 two. And okay, you know, yeah, one of uh, them laps. I will I will go next then because uh, I want to talk about the demo that I played as well. Um, I'm still playing Marvel Midnight Suns. Uh, I've taken a breather on that one streaming wise and whatnot uh, in order to play Final Fantasy 16, which we talked a little bit about, but we'll talk a little bit more about it in a minute. But what I want to talk about is the demo that I played on Steam for Little Guardsman. Lil, L-I-L, Guardsman. (laughs) Important. Which is the most asinine game that i have ever seen and i fucking loved every second of this entire demo (laughs) that it is the basic premise is it's a mixture of of old worldy and modern day you play as the daughter of a guardsman of a kingdom and he's at basically like an over glorified uh tsa or or uh immigration checks person and people come into the city and you ask them questions and you decide whether or not they can come in or leave based on certain criteria and rules of the land and what you gleam from them and so on and so forth. You can confiscate things from them. You can do all sorts of things. And the, the hilarious part is, is the dad brings the girl, sets her down in the chair. He's like, you need to, you need to take my guard post because uh, I've got basically – a drinking darts tournament at the bar that I have to do instead of doing my job. (laughs) And you go through and you have to do that. And after you go through the first full day where you either let an old lady in, let uh, a Cyclops in and let, let a vampire in and also let a, uh, an old man that uh, is trying to smuggle in money, blood money, and that he specifically says is not blood money, but it's 100% totally blood mm-hmm. money. <laughs> After that, you then get called to the to the castle in the demo, and you play dating game to decide which person of the heroes that they have is going to go rescue the princess. <laughs> it is batshit fucking bonkers and the best is that the little girl the entire time is questioning why she has to do any of this <laughs> so it's like a ridiculous papers please yes it, nice. it's like that but way funnier 
because there's actual like <laughs> conversation and story and all sorts of stuff that's going on with it. And you, you get like, you get magic uh, items that go along with like your wand for checking things. You've got x-ray vision and all sorts of stuff. It's really, really fun. If you have a chance to pick it up and play the demo on steam, 100% do it. I don't think that they have a, let me, let me see if they have a release date up for it yet or not. This says 2023. Um, yeah. It still just says 2023, but it is fucking fun. <laughs> I, the only problem with playing a demo like this is that you'll sit there and you'll play it. And you'll be like, but now I want to play more and you can't because it's just the demo. <laughs> um, again, like I said, I've, I've been playing uh, midnight suns and I was playing that until final fantasy 16 came out. Uh, I, downloaded it and started streaming it right when the timer went up on my ps5 so nine o'clock on in our time zone which is one of the perks of being on like west coast time zone is at nine o'clock we can do it and i i had it on the stream i had it up i like started the stream up early and had it and talked with everybody for the last 45 seconds i'm like okay we're gonna hit the button right at it boom started games up First people streaming the game that you could theoretically be allowed to without having to do weird shit to your PS5. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> hands down, I'm loving this game. It is. It's fantastic. Jason, what are you thinking of it? Yeah, it's fun. I mean, uh, um, the first little bit does drag a little bit just because obviously you only have the one uh, icon of uh, power to you. But as you expand that out, mm-hmm. the combos get a little bit more in depth. Uh, the learning curve of learning the combos and like utilizing and switching between uh, it, it takes a little has taken me a little bit of time. Like I've used potions while trying to get my dog to do shit more kind more times than I care to uh, admit and stuff like that. Then I was just like, ah, I wish there was a little bit more of the you know RPG element of this. Like you know, Final Fantasy uh, remake did a great job. It was just like, hey, you want to issue commands, hit a button, and it's just like, what do you really want to do? Okay, then I'll make. Go back to live action and jazz like that. And you can actually uh, slow it down into more right. of a turn base with Final Fantasy right. Seven Remake and, as well. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to me on how they gave you like, there's no like easy mode. So so to say they just gave you a bunch of items. They're just like, here, this will make the game way easier for you if you play them. And then they put the icon up there being like, you're wearing one of these items so that if you ever do stream or do anything, people would be like, ah, loser. You're doing the 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 noob items. <laughs> I the one thing that I like about it is that it actually does let you tailor how easy it is that you right. want, like the level mm-hmm. of training wheels. Because the most obvious of the training wheels to throw on there is the timely one that just takes control of your fucking dog. That's like the one that I'm just oh, like yeah. I, I looked at that. And I'm like, that's a fucking no brainer. Like I don't want to have to like tell them to like sick and heal i'm like just fucking kill <laughs> if i could tell it to just automatically go full balls to the wall and murder i would do that like a gambit system like they did in 12 like i would do that and all it would be a six 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 sick okay you're down to 10 percent heal <laughs> like that. See, that's 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 where we disagree because yeah. i i love the full-on command i love being able to like juggle that up and doing like some combo where i'm switching between my icons and just like that and being like and heal and blah, blah, blah. okay now kick it up into the sky because you can do different combos with the with uh torgle and like kicking something up and then you jump up there and do a different yeah. combo and stuff like that so there is definitely a way more hack and slash feel to this game as a final fantasy title than obviously anyone has ever been before including uh final fantasy 7 remake 
Um, but I am loving it as well. Um, Storyline's pretty good. As we mentioned already, mild spoilers. You know, a lot of the stuff that I've just been like, oh, well, that's obviously X or you obviously are the Y. They then like went right into it being like, yep, that's what it is. We're not going to drag this out. That's not the biggest twist, which I'm kind of like happy for just because like, I would hate for that to be like the big thing after 40 hours and be like, yeah, I knew that within like the first two hours of playing the game. Oh yeah. That would piss me I'm off the hero. More. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> stuff like that. So it's just like, okay, I'm okay with that. Um, you know, Sid's the best. Let's just say that right now. Sid, Sid is awesome. So yeah. Hey Jason, how far are you in this game? Not that far yet. I know. I know okay, a lot cool. of stuff, but I meant like, I meant like, I watched both I of you like guys play it. His I, think, I think you're further his, uh, than he is. Oh, yeah, I, 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 know I, I only I started playing it. Like I only started yeah. playing it like two days ago. Cause I've been out of town. So yeah. And yeah. like I was, I was playing it before. Obviously I, I played some, but not as much as I wanted to over the weekend. Cause it was Ronan's birthday. So like we had birthday party and all sorts of stuff, but I still got some good play into it. So I, I know that I'm further than Jason, <laughs> but Sid, Sid's great. Um, I, I wanted to throw in into the news and it's, it's hilarious that, uh, cause he is the same voice actor oh. as shit. Someone else too. God damn it. He's, yeah, he, 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 it's, it's somebody else. It's another game. Hang on one sec. Uh, yeah, I know, I know the voice. Yeah. It, 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 people are like saying like, he's oh, the unofficial voice of summer. Yeah. No, no, no. He's, he's in, he's the voice of a or, new oh, one. Diablo 4 too. Of what? Oh yeah. Diablo, Diablo 4. 4. Yeah. Yeah, he's Lorath in Diablo 4. And the best is him doing interviews and people ask him, like, how's it feel? And he's like, I honestly, I started like working on these games like four years ago and had zero idea that they would both be coming out at the same time. <laughs> well, I think, is he like a Bad Batch actor too? He uh, he was, I think. Like, he, yeah. he, he is a voice actor. But the fact yeah, yeah. that he's in like the two biggest, two biggest games, games of that came June, out at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Like he is in the two biggest games of June right now, um, and it's it, it is hilarious that they both got like brought out. But his voice is great. I love his character. Sid is awesome. Um, it's like the whole the whole story setup is working really well. There's definitely pulling very much cues from Game of Thrones. Um, later on in the game, there is actually I swear some fucking music that was really pulling from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Uh, I, I Fuck, hear... just looking at the map. <laughs> oh yeah, the map is very much Game of Thrones. Like that was like the first time I popped that up. I looked at it and I like kind of like panned around. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> looks very much like that. But there, there is a section of music that I now have playing in the hideaway. That if you don't pay attention, you swear to God that you're just hearing the do 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 running in the background. And it's basically it's like they're like. Do 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 like they, they just removed chunks of it very much like the vanilla ice and queen thing is like theirs goes d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d d it's like hearing that in that thing and i'm like yeah that that one was a little too on the nose but there's very much like a lot of those but there is one section in this game that I don't think you're at it yet, Jason, um, of where I, I, like I said earlier, I wanted to murder an NPC just because <laughs> of the fuck. No, like they did a really good job of the storytelling of what it was they were doing and kind of making you feel for the people that they are wronging 
and the horrible things that they're doing. And I'm like, I want to murder this guy. I want to murder this guy. The game won't let me murder this guy. I want to murder him. Let me murder him. And then you end up in a conversation and you hear them dying in the background. And I'm like, but I want to see it. And I want to be the one that made it happen. <laughs> and it, I look at that as they did a really good job of that storytelling within it. So they, they put a lot of thought into a lot of these little bits and pieces. And there is some very much like hatred and whatnot in this like timeline and in this story. They've done a really good job with the storytelling and, and world crafting for sure. The music is top shelf. Like yeah. just the, the throwbacks that they're doing in the music, the throwbacks that they're doing a lot of like the uh, storytelling the icons and the lore is fantastic. Loving all of it. Um, so far, the two icon battles that I've been through are very simplistic is the only big complaint that I have. Just like both of them I found to be absolutely boring and just like neat. This needed to be half the time. There was no need for it to drain on this time when you have two attacks that you can do. And it's just like, cool. So once you, once you get into the actual like dodging, like the actual control and not like what you're talking about is like the fight against Ifrit and the Phoenix and the is... fight against Ifrit and, and Gaiga or whatever the fuck her name was. The, the, uh, wind one that was both oh. of those were absolutely boring in my opinion. Yeah. They, they do get a little bit better. They're just cinematic. Lot, I mean, they're gorgeous. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I'm just like, okay, yeah, they're meant fun. to be cinematic, but, but it was, it was just like, it needed to be half the time. Like I'm just going attack. It felt like attack, attack, prey to me. It's like attack, attack, Dodge the obviously telegraphed move. Attack, attack. Dodge the obviously telegraphed move. Oh, cutscene. And then all of the real time, like, like, uh, uh, like, uh, oh, the cinematic things, cinematic stuff you have yeah. to do where they give you like 30 seconds. Better hit that square button. Uh, uh, good job. It's just like, good grief, man. I'm usually just hitting the like attack button or dodge button by like default. That when those stupid like flashes on the screen show up, you're like, get ready. Here comes something you've never experienced before. I've already hit it. And it's just like, ah, you just make it look have, bad for no reason. I did have uh, at least one time where I thought that it was going to be a square. And I just started like hitting square. I'm like, okay, let's get through this. And then it was like, no, a dodge. I'm like, oh shit. And it like registered the square and I got hit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It, it like the, the very much concentrating on the cinematic. I think that the amount of game I get to really see yet, I'm enjoying it. Don't get me wrong, but I'm really, really nervous that it's just going to be like, this was a great interactive movie more than anything else well so and that's one of the things is like there is roughly 17 plus hours story which i'm fine this. i'm here for yeah like, that's a lot yeah. but i mean it's just like if you're gonna like give yeah. me all that that's and fantastic yes. but give Same me a reason to feel good right and and the battles are great like whenever you're fighting and stuff like that whenever the like you've won scene pops up like out of nowhere and you're just like oh i guess i beat it like, finally, finally. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, I always, I'm just like, oh, okay, I did it. That was good. So mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to playing it on hard because then I think it'll be a lot more like you have to maintain a rhythm. You know, you have to get your combos down right, which is going to be a little bit more fun, I think, than what you could turn this into of just being a button masher. It is, uh, combat wise, is like almost dialed in. There is a little bit too much of it's really hard to get away from characters. So if they're mm -hmm. doing a big sweeping area effect that they start triggering and you're right next to them, 
it is really hard to get out of that spot in a lot of cases. You, you can't like get out of the spot. You just yeah. got to be ready for the time to dodge is what you just got to do. But even that though, like when you get into some of them, there's like giant AOE electricities that are just going to hit and you get hit in it. If you aren't out of it, you get hit. So there's a lot of uh, like hunts that you do later on. There's one of them that like the first hunt that you come across if you get caught in there, it's an instant death because he basically casts death on you and it kills everything that's in there. So you have to get out. And I died a couple of times in that because either I got trapped in between uh, like an, a walled portion of the map and him and couldn't get out. Um, or I just couldn't back out fast enough to get out of there because it's really hard like to disengage from the combat. Or you do my favorite where I hit circle to dodge you know from software thank you for that and that takes me right to the motherfucker <laughs> yep yeah and i i i've contemplated changing that so many times and i'm like no i'm gonna leave it how it is you gotta I'm, learn you I'm gotta leave learn. it how it is the reason it's there there's a reason they yeah. set it up that way let's figure yeah, it out the big thing that pisses me well and it makes more sense later on as you get more icons of the circle isn't like the first one when you're when you're with the Phoenix, it's it moves forward. The second one when you get when you get the uh Garuda Garuda, yeah. It pulls down. Pulls them down. The third one when you get it, it does a it does like a projectile launch out. So it, it differs depending on the icon of what it is that you do. So that makes sense. The only problem is is that the first one also basically just hitting X and square at the same time and doing a lunge. Like right. <laughs> I use that more than I use the circle one on it. <laughs> the only time that I use the circle one is if I'm against airborne, because yeah, if you're against an airborne huge. attack, he will, he will dash up into the end of the sky and that's about it. But um, I, I really wanted to like, I, I was going into this and I really wanted to be able to give this game like a perfect score I'm not going to be able to give it a perfect score. I can already tell like, because there, there are things that I'm just like, this could have been better. This could have been better, but it's not like it's bad. It's just that it's not a perfect game. Agreed. Agreed. Like, yeah. like in cinematic lip sync, fantastic outside oh, of yes. cinematic. It's just like, what the, f they, like, I know <laughs> that we've played other games like a, a Final Fantasy seven remake came out on the PS4, even outside of cinematic lip sync was like, 10 times better than what they're doing here even npcs were able to be like how are you you know it's just like at least that matched and looked good and, and especially this for is what it was lipsing too it's just like they're saying it was, it was hey, made for english <laughs> yeah japanese gamers use it with subtitles because it won't lip sync it won't lip sync what they right, said. because it was it was written and made like designed for an yeah. english dub so yeah. which is crazy so yeah. it blows my mind and that that breaks my uh, my uh uh engagement no uh yeah no your engagement your your it breaks it like your, inclu it just your takes inclusion me right of it yeah yeah, yeah. it, it breaks right it breaks you out like, uh, yeah but there there's a lot of cool things i mean it's it's very in depth there's a lot of pieces that you can do and they really are like with some of the side missions it's like do the side missions if you don't do your side quests like if you're one of those gamers that's like, I'm going to play the game first and then I'll do the side quests on my second playthrough. You're going to miss so fucking much of this game if you don't do the side quests because there's so much story that goes into the side quests with it. Not to mention 
you don't get your chocobo if you don't do the side quests. You got to do the chocobos, man. You got to get your chocobo. You got to get your chocobo. So, like, if you don't do that, like, one of the earlier ones, like, once you've done the that big time jump is getting the chocobo. And it's like, you want the chocobo just, you know, so that you can traverse some of these areas. Because if you're you're doing hunts and you can only teleport in on, like, certain areas of the map, but you got to go all the way across the map in order to do it. But you also would either just be having to run by or trying to keep aggroing these level like characters that are 10 levels below you and not worth your fucking time <laughs> for it. You want your chocobo so that you can speed right past them and go straight to where you need to go. But either way, I'm loving the game. It's probably going to get like a nine out of 10, maybe like a 9.3 or something. I don't know. We'll, <laughs> we'll have to see as the story progresses. Still too, early. Definitely, Still too early. It's definitely yeah. not going to get a perfect, 10 from me from what I've seen you guys both play it does look good but doesn't look perfect but I'm also yeah. not playing it so I'm not getting the full story full oh, experience yeah and let's the one thing that we do want to talk about that really kind of knocks this down is the fact that it is such a fucking pain in the ass to get good frame rate on this game oh yeah yeah the performance issues are really really staggering I, uh, hopefully that'll be patched but wow mm-hmm. yeah it is like not I great. will tell you this, play it in frame rate mode because you have to. I I tried doing it not in frame rate mode and doing it in in like perf- like like best visuals and putting it at like highest resolution, but I'm also only playing at 1080p when I'm streaming. So it doesn't fucking matter at that point. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't care if it drops resolution to start getting good frame rate because of that. I'm like, okay, well, I'm already doing it only at 1080p anyways. But at the same point, like playing that even on my 70 inch that I have here it was killing my eyes with that motion blur. Yeah, that motion and blur they, is nuts. Like they don't your have a way sword to turn it down. literally multiplies. It's just like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, and not even that. Like I'm talking like my eyes could not handle the motion blur for the uh, the backgrounds. Environment? Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, the environment motion blur was going on so bad. I couldn't handle it. So when I finally dropped it, I put it down to frame rate mode. I was like, oh my God, okay, this is so so much better and is not giving me a headache and that is Agreed. a huge problem with this game the performance Agreed. on that mm-hmm. uh i have 100%. not had an issue at all with what people are saying of like where their playstations are like overheating although it does pump out a good amount of heat when it runs this game so <laughs> i will i will say that <laughs> also those people are probably the people that are not the smartest and are using their ps5 in vertical as well or in a sealed compartment or in a sealed compartment <laughs> yes yeah. that too i had to uh when my son had two of his friends over say over after his birthday party one of them was like i've never seen someone put a ps5 down flat like that and i'm like that's the way to do it if you put it standing up you run risks of the of the liquid metal on the inside leaking out and destroying everything so you just you need to put it like flat. Like I I will never put it vertically in this iteration yeah. for it. They I would have to make me pictures a whole new thing. Of people with X bones and PS4s like stuck on tension. Like no, no, you're covering the heat vents. You're overheating those son of bitches. Well, and, uh, we've talked about it before. I'm trying to remember who it was that did it, but it was like someone with a uh, when we had the the PS3 that killed the Xbox One or the PS4 that killed oh. the Xbox One one of the two whatever it was yeah. because their one uh, overheated their kid like through the through the uh, glass they had one of those IKEA uh, entertainment centers with the sliding glass thing and their kid like turned on one of them turned on their PlayStation 
and they were playing on the Xbox and the P- the PlayStation was pumping out so much heat that it killed the Xbox. The PlayStation was perfectly fine. <laughs> it's crazy. It was a, it was a great article. I'll I'll no. have to find it because that was I I, I want to remember who it was. All right, Jason, what's the other game that you were playing? Uh the other game that I, f- I finally platinumed uh uh Final Fantasy 7 remake going through all that again and doing all the random bullshit that you have to do to get that and just getting me pumped for uh rebirth uh which you know they're obviously going to spin off and do their own thing instead of following the the full story as much as they did in the remake here um which i have mixed feelings about you know i think that it's kind of smart for them because i don't care how like true to the game they kept it if they're still going to piss people off no matter what so they might as well tell their own story that they can do whatever they want to do and have a little bit more credibility and freedom with it in how they want to take it forward. So I'll, I'll be sad to not see it made completely remade, but at the same time, I think 99% of that belongs in nostalgia in where I can still yeah. replay uh, the original again and again, and it's still just as good. Like I, I played the uh, original uh, after beating the remake the first time a couple years ago, and I was still just like, man, this was still just really good and entertaining and fun. And that, so it's worth it. And I'm excited to see where they take it. Nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that that is it for the I Beta First podcast. Thanks a lot, everybody, for joining us this week. Uh, we understand that you have many choices when it comes to podcasts, and you unfortunately made this one. But hey, we love you for it anyways. Thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, you can find us at iBetaFirst.com or iBiff.co, where you can direct your friends to listen to the I Beta First podcast on all of our major platforms that we are available, which we're available on every single platform. And ju- not just the I Beta First podcast, but also Cutscene and Patch Notes, our anime watch-along, and our game developer interview podcast as well. Uh, you can find the whole iBeat at First podcast network over at iBiff.co. Uh, we also do so much for charity. In fact, we prefer that people donate to charity rather than uh, sub or give bits on our Twitch channel. Uh, so if you go to iBeatAtFirst.com and click the donate button up there, you can get to our Extra Life page where 100% of the proceeds for ours goes to Phoenix Children's Hospital. Anybody else on our team goes to whatever local children's hospital that there is there. Uh, And we also have our charity throne account where 100% of the items that are on there go directly to Phoenix Children's Hospital for them to put into their little store that they have for kids where they use their monopoly money to purchase things while they're there for procedures and whatnot. Uh, giving just a little bit of brightness in what is probably a really shitty time in their lives. Uh, you can also find us Facebook, iBetaFirst.com, Twitter, iBetaFirst, Instagram, iBetaFirst, where we we don't really post on there. But hey, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> uh, you can also watch the podcast uh, weekly, either Mondays or Tuesdays at twitch.tv slash iBetaFirst, where you can also watch me stream, mostly me stream, uh, either, you know, Marvel Midnight Suns or currently Final Fantasy 16, all of that jazz for it. But hey, if you have a chance, come on in and say hi. Uh, you can also go to discord.ibeatitfirst.com if you want to join the Discord and come in and see really cool artwork that my son is doing, <laughs> as well as conversations that we have uh, off stream and off podcast uh, with everybody about weird things that are happening in tech, different tech news. We also have a tech support 
section if you have any questions uh it'll come to us or anybody else in the in the discord that knows tech we've actually got quite a few uh really good computer technicians and whatnot that can help solve a lot of problems uh one person that is actually mcse certified that can come in and help you out with all your windows issues as well so (laughs) (laughs) so if you have any questions or anything like that hop on in and ask away uh but i think that that's it that's all that we got for it uh thanks a lot everybody for joining us but we can't end any podcast without chris saying bye-bye apparently we can because it didn't (laughs) We, we couldn't hear it